now we are recording. I just had a little mishap with the laptop. Y'all, putting out five podcasts in five days has been the most stressful thing. Oh, you're telling me. Ugh, just... I'm just kidding. Y'all, I literally got great sleep last night while Eric stayed up all night long. I didn't sleep. Editing and working. Yeah, because I also have a job... That y'all aren't going to be made privy to, unfortunately, just like Hannah. <laughs> uh, I don't mind. I literally, one of our friends was like, do you not like your job, Hannah? And I was like, I don't, I like my job. <laughs> I just don't feel the need to tell everyone what it is. I just is. like keeping up the mystery of it, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just, that's the, that's the only reason I haven't even said it myself. Uh, but yeah. All right, I guess it's time for me to intro- introduce this. <laughs> What to, are we talking about today, Erikisha? Since I haven't put the intro song in, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce us and we're going to get started. My name is Hanny Banani with my name Extra is, Banani. My name is, my name is Eric. Eric. Alrighty, so this Eric. is, <laughs> this is the Unbearable Creatives Podcast with Eric Bratcher and Hannah McKern. Uh, this is episode four, count them Four. <laughs> Episode four of Podcast Week. It's been a pretty, pretty amazing first week. We're really thankful for all the feedback that everyone's given. Yeah. If this is your first time listening. Honestly, the feedback has been so encouraging. Like, especially from, like, people I don't typically talk to um, <clears throat> on a regular basis. Like, it has been really encouraging for us to hear back from you guys so thank you yeah if this is your first time listening hopefully you will also kind of trail back and listen to the first second third episodes as well episode three is especially spicy uh we kind of talked about spankings and for your children yeah so far we've heard that's our best one really yeah yeah olivia was telling me today she goes i really liked that one. i was really afraid of that episode honestly yeah she knows she was like that one's a good one that worried me a lot because i feel like talking about such a controversial controversial thing on our third (laughs) effort is probably not yeah no i don't the wisest thing i stick with where i stand and i stand with kids i'll say it again (laughs) anyways And, and then i won't say it again after just now uh, so yeah, we're in episode four of the Unbearable Creatives. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we are going to be talking, not super long tonight, uh, or today. We're not going to talk for super long. Uh, there's a couple pretty interesting things that have kind of happened since we last recorded yesterday. Um, you guys, so yesterday we recorded for... Um, we recorded the spankings one where we talked about the Kardashians. And then literally, not even five minutes after, I get on my social media and I see that Kylie and Travis aren't together anymore. Well, it's funny because I don't know if you listened to that, ep- that episode, but y'all, when speaking to the audience now, when y'all listen to it, you're going to hear us talk about a little bit about the Kardashian family a little bit, but there's a lot that I actually took out that we had originally recorded. We were originally, the topic of the episode is like spanking and then like our favorite celebrity couples and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Well, a little behind the scenes magic for you. I we were we were actually going to talk about the spanking thing and then go into our favorite famous our our favorite famous families discussion, which we might have one day, but it just wasn't working yesterday, so I took it out. Um, and Hannah was going all out on how much she loves Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner and 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 their family and stuff, and it's just I just really love Kylie with her relationships. But, um, yeah, I was uh, so disappointed. Yeah, it's when sad. I found out they weren't together, and there's so much speculation on it too, which is, um, kind of sad because. Well, yeah, let's. I guess let's talk about it. So Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, our mm-hmm. favorite people in the world. Um, they were together for two years. Yeah. Just out. Just coming off of her relationship with Tyga, which was pretty nasty for a while. Yeah. You remember that was kind of a controversial it thing. Was, it was kind of big because Rob was dating China and it was just all kind of a... Rob was dating China. Tyga was like 25 and she was... And uh, Kylie was like 17. That was nasty. Um, oh, I didn't know that. He looks so young. Like, he looked younger than that. No, he... So, I mean, it's not a big deal now. They're both like in their 20s or... He might be almost 30. But... She, they started dating, I'm I'm 99% sure when she was a teenage, like a, not an adult, and he was in his 20s. Oh. I could be making that up. This is not a gossipy podcast, I hope, but I'm pretty sure that was a a huge topic in like 2013, 2014. Um, But yeah, so coming off that relationship, Kylie eventually meets Travis and they start dating they date for like a month and then they have storm or they become pregnant with stormy yeah and that whole like mystery thing that she put out on youtube and stuff with mm-hmm. stormy and all that um stormy's the cutest kid in my life if we're talking so about grandkids cute. and we're, we're not going to talk about like the grandkids like that too often but i think she's one of the cuter ones but chicago is really cute too chicago yeah that's uh kanye and kim's yeah. youngest daughter i no saint's the youngest saint is the boy well yeah okay so you mean youngest daughter yeah oh yeah the middle child no the youngest boy is psalm right the youngest the they only have they have four really they have four it's north saint which is their son yeah which is the son that kim like actually gave birth to oh then, okay yeah yeah. then there's yeah chicago and then psalm which i love the name psalm yes love it yeah yeah um and then kanye's from chicago so i think that that was really creative to name their daughter chicago but yeah i think chicago is really cute you should look up a picture of her because she's she's a cutie yeah um but yeah so they broke up uh it's not really even a break up well there's that's where the speculation comes in like some people think they're just calling it a break because they don't want this to like blow up they're ross and racheling it yeah um but a lot of people think that that's just being said and that it is actually a breakup um but there's also seems to be another chick involved (laughs) which could be wrong yeah that's not like a Liable, reliable source or whatever. What's that? Like you can't really rely on all the sources you get these things from. But there was one video we watched today where 
there's some receipts and it's kind of it's kind of scary almost in my opinion like yeah it, it makes sense too it's not not our business no one's business really no. but like i said it's not this is not a gossipy podcast we're not going to speculate well yeah we're going to speculate but it's like not i don't i don't like these are our speculations i don't like speculating about like people and their relationships like that necessarily but there were like rumors where apparently travis has had this kind of ongoing side thing i don't want to say relationship with this other girl and this he's just been really close to this one chick yeah but it's like this other girl has been like she's been like shading kylie in a lot of instagram pictures and stuff and like she's been to you if you know kanye west has his like sunday service things where the entire kardashian family will come out she and goes like, to those she, yeah weird. and kylie would be at those or she stuff. went to the coachella one okay so yeah the coachella one yeah um his little sunday service concert things he does on sundays um and the girl was there like there's a picture of her like 10 feet away from kylie and travis like it's it well he's she's like travis's friend but but she's very aggressive towards kylie yeah it's really really weird and kylie definitely deserves better yeah so so yeah if any of that's true like yeah she definitely deserves better for sure but it sucks it's and if if this is an actual breakup and she's saying it's a break then respect to her because this probably hurts her really bad for sure but and that's why I'm saying I don't want to talk about it like like that too much. But it is sad. I really like it we really, really like them for some reason. <laughs> like I love the Kardashians. No beef. A little bit of beef. A little bit with Courtney. But I love them. Like I love them. Full supporter. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah, hopefully it works out everybody ends up where they need to be but yeah that's it was just strange to me uh yeah i don't know i think that's probably but kylie came in hot looking in that uh gold dress that she wore to justin and Haley's wedding and kendall looks like she had a really nice date so good for kendall because i've been waiting for kendall i've been waiting yeah they both went to the justin bieber second wedding thing yeah i think chris went too oh that's cute yeah congrats to them congrats yeah so yeah hopefully that works out um but in other news another person we love and don't have beef with obviously shane dawson love shane we love shane dawson they're speaking of things that i also had to cut out in the very first episode we were going to do a whole like good long discussion on shane dawson and what this new docu-series conspiracy thing he has going on with jeffree star is Mm -hmm. and if you listen to that episode you will find that it's not in there because we sounded really ignorant on the topic and we hadn't really done our research on it well i'm here to let you know now (laughs) (laughs) we have done our research we've done our research a little bit more so i think and we're a little bit more informed now and so we kind of wanted to talk about a little bit what shane is kind of talking about with jeffree star and um just uh, this weird sort of experience he's going on with um going and almost kind of staying with jeffree star for a couple days throughout the course of a year it seems like episode it was 24 hours so yeah he was with him for 24 hours in this first one um and these could be spoilers 
Just so you know. Oh yeah, spoiler. I guess if you haven't looked, watch it, turned on you YouTube, definitely watch it. If you haven't gone to the trending tab in your YouTube app, spoilers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think there was a lot that happened. Um, I think first we probably should mention too, if you don't keep up with, I guess, YouTuber drama nonsense. Um, Shane Dawson is a YouTuber who will often create video series on different sort of YouTube conspiracies or YouTube like controversies. And this most recent one that he created was on Jeffree Star, the big beauty millionaire. No, um, like he's a billionaire. No, he's a millionaire. He's, we actually looked up his net worth tonight. I did with my two friends. He's about based on this, based on this series, it looks like he's like up there like 30 million he might be a little bit more maybe a little bit less you said 30 million something like that 30 million seems low from what it looked like but maybe i mean that's a ton of money so um but yeah so like i said shane does these sort of controversial series on different sort of topics in the youtube community and he's always friends with the people he's talking to or or talking to about he's 50 million 50 corrected yeah that's still for me i think that still seems a little low in my opinion but compared to kylie yes but um yeah can't all be billionaires i guess (laughs) yeah um but yeah no so he is always friends with the people he's talking to or talking about and in this one it seems he him and jeffree star have been friends i guess for a while but there was, I don't know, it was a little weird to me. Jeffree Star kind of required for, in order for Shane to kind of have the discussion and talk with him about certain issues. And we didn't really see that in this episode. He's probably going to talk about like the more hard hitting stuff later on. This is more just kind of an intro. Um, in order for that to happen though, it looked like Shane kind of had to just kind of conform to what the home field was kind of playing. Like Jeffree Star kind of just mandated the entire sort of environment and everything that was going on. So Shane had to, he always had to wear like a Jeffree Star, like jumpsuit looking thing whenever they were in the same room together or mm-hmm. um, Jeffree Star like required Shane to have his own security in the, in the room. Like, it, I don't know. It, it, it felt really mafia mob boss esque and shane even says that too he's kind of like it's just kind of an eerie kind of feeling to the whole situation i don't know i don't know enough about jeffree star to say if like he's always like that yeah i'm not a jeffree star follower but um he's spooky spoopy yeah i think the thing that kind of bothered me was like obviously jeffree star is doing something right because he's has so many fans like people love him um the only thing that kind of like hurt me was the fact that like i don't know if this is the right way to say this but he kind of brought out shane's insecure like you could tell that shane was like insecure yes in some way and um like jeffrey said i think the right thing but it was like you could tell that Shane, like, 
I've never seen Shane so insecure. And that just kind of broke my heart because I feel like Shane is, like, this genuine person. Also, throughout the video, like, Shane specifically reached out to the people who, like, weren't being noticed. You know, like, the the people who um, were, like, working there. Like, he made sure that they were being seen and, like, I don't know. I just see the softer side of Shane, and I think that's why I like him. But, like, I just don't see empathy with Jeffree Star, and that kind of bothered me a little bit. He's like, he's all business. He's all energy. Yeah. And, like, with Shane, it's all, like, I love my fans, like, because I love, like, I don't do it for the money or the business. (laughs) I do it because I genuinely love the people who, like... Are watching me. Yeah, for sure. Jeffree Star is definitely a lot more business minded. He does it for and everything. Business. Yeah. And so, like that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Yeah. I like it's hard to see someone who like is such a feeler and cares so deeply feel insecure about themselves when people like genuinely love this person. Yeah, and, and I don't. So. And I think I think the insecurity aspect of it. I think Shane's. I think he's always had a lot of that just kind of in the back of his mind, but it felt like, I don't know, it felt like a power play for Jeffree Star to kind of just throw him into it. Yeah. So there's a point where uh, Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson are, they're coming into uh, this this mall, I guess, to mm-hmm. this it's store. It's a Morphe store. Yeah, a Morphe store. store it, you know, obviously a huge makeup store, all Jeffree Star stuff is there and all the stuff from all these YouTubers and James Charles, James Charles and probably Tati, whatever, whoever um, else is there. But all of these fans come in, right? They know that Jeffree Star is going to be there. So it's upwards of 20,000 people who are going to be there. And Shane tells him, he's like, yeah, I've never been in front of this many people before. Like, it's really nerve wracking. And it's not really an issue for jeffree star not that i'm even saying it should be because he's got to be about his like he needs to make money he needs to do his appearances he said that like he's like it it have it has happened to me people have seen me this way in this way um and he's like but people just like at the end of the day end up still loving you yeah like that that was a good response he did try to make him feel better that's true yeah yeah but like then it's back to business you know like which is I, i i respect that yeah i don't know i just like don't like to see shane dawson like if if i were to pick who i'd care about most out of the two it's definitely shane like wholeheartedly because he just i don't know he just cares more and i just that's who i'm more attracted to like when you're empathetic and you care and like you're so willing to portray that you're not perfect yeah i love that i yeah. love that He's i like, I feel connected to people who can do that and like say like i know i don't like i don't make a lot of money like a lot of people he's like i just do what i do <laughs> yeah there's a point where shane also mentions like he's been on youtube for over 10 years at this point and he's like it's it's weird seeing the the jake paul the logan pauls of the world the and the james forbes charles all the people in the forbes like top however many rich people list he's like even if i were on the forbes list i'd be at the very bottom of the list and he goes and that's fine yeah like he's fine with it but like there's a point where it just it becomes like 
because that's so frowned upon in that world, it does become kind of an insecurity. But, like, I guess he keeps reminding himself that, like, it's, like, you don't need to be that, you know, rich, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. One day we're going to have a talk about a lot of the celebrity kind of worship that we see in Hollywood that Especially I think is problematic. Especially with Jeffree Star. Yeah, people like Jeffree Star. A lot of people. Yeah, Beyonce's kind of like that, and we love her, but it's kind of problematic in my opinion. The I way I don't that... know if Beyonce like. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know I how much Jeffree she brings. Star thrives off of it for sure. Like... I don't know how much she thrives on it, but I think there's a certain point where you kind of deify a lot of uh, where you kind of deify celebrities, and I don't. I don't know if that's the most healthy thing. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. But like it's so normal. Yeah. Even yeah, it's 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 everybody that we love, like the Beyonce's, David David Dobrik. Um Shane even in a way, I think for his little cult following, it's like all of these people that get all these millions of views whenever they put anything up, it's kind of like I don't know, it's like you're you're worshiping this person who is just human like you but for some reason they're elevated just because they can use their name for leverage in a business sense or their videos are on youtube i don't i don't think that's healthy i don't know like i said that's not a discussion for the day for today we only have a couple more a a few more topics to talk about but um we're definitely gonna dive into that one day so yeah was there anything else with jeffrey and that no i think i was just a little disappointed and like like, I don't, it's not that I don't like to hear about Shane's personal problems, because I think I liked that most, actually. Like, mm-hmm. I liked that he, I think he was uncomfortable with talking about his insecurities <clears throat> on um, camera, but, like, I'm thankful that he did that. But I'm also just, like, I'm glad that I know that, and I wish that I could make him feel better, because Shane shouldn't feel, like, he shouldn't feel like he should have to or that he should be comparing himself to Jeffree Star and, like, people won't like him because of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all of this is is getting in the way of the whole point of the video, I too. Know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everything that we're talking about is not even what the point was. He's supposed to be doing his little investigative journalism that Shane does. On makeup or something. On, on the makeup industry. And it's good. Like, he's doing a great job. Yeah. I just, I'm, if you haven't noticed yet, I'm a huge feeler. And so (laughs) I also study child and family studies. So I'm always learning about how to approach people and like what, what to think when someone comes to me with a problem or like insecurities or something. And so that's just something that, you know, kind of reflected off of this episode to me. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we'll definitely be talking about it and following it um, however far this goes. But yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I, I hope there's a point where Shane can really dig in in similar ways to his Jake Paul and Tana Mojo, Tana Mojo Jojo interviews and just really challenge Jeffree Star in evaluating the actions he's taken and the things he's, he's said about people like James Charles and all these other people he's kind of I want talked down to. I do a documentary on Shane Dawson. <laughs> yeah. That we should do cool. the documentary I would, on I would definitely Jane watch Dawson. that. Yeah. It would be so low quality if we did. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it, though. Yeah. I'll call him up. 
Um, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep an eye on all of that. Uh, next up, our favorite show, like like we said last week or on Monday, is back. This is us. This is us. Um, and so we're gonna quickly kind of talk about what happened. I think we had talked about a little bit. We did what we were hoping for last on Monday, right? Didn't we talk yeah, about? I don't know what we talked about. I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah, I'm forgetting how we kind of approached it that time. Whatever. Spoiler alert for This Is Us. We're going to kind of talk about the ending of the first episode of this new season and all that kind of went down in the last, the episode that just came on on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, in the first episode, it was a little tough to watch. I think just from the perspective of wanting to see the normal yeah. family and just the normal characters we're used to. I think they could have uh, brought those new people in a little bit differently. Maybe slower over the course of the season. Maybe not having yeah. three new I understand characters. their point, though. I understand their point in doing it yeah. like as like a, oh, like a yeah. kind of like, oh, moment. Yeah. Um, But it was kind of like, dang, you yeah. know. So, and to recap, uh, first episode of This Is Us, they introduced basically for the whole episode these three completely as far as we can tell three completely new characters um that we had never seen before right and so one's name is cass cassidy cassie i think her name is she's a military veteran who's just come home from uh the war and I her believe. husband does not seem to be a fan of her being in the war in the first place military no but more so well we'll we'll dive into each character individually in a second but just to Mm -hmm. talk about the new like an overview of the three new characters so first one's Cass, uh the veteran second one was jack jack damon i believe his name is and we don't know until the end of the episode his name is jack because that's a whole reveal of uh who he is in relation to Kate and Toby. Kate and Toby, his parents, which is revealed at the end of the episode, the main characters from the rest of the series. Jack is blind. Yeah. So that's kind of how they reveal it. They reveal it by Kate walking in with baby Jack. Baby Jack in the past. Um, And saying, uh, basically, the doctor says he'll never get his eyesight back. And throughout the whole show, we know this like older. This older, older figure. Jack. Yeah. But like, we don't know he's Jack. Yeah. And he's this just this blind guy. This blind guy that we're following uh, adventures with for yeah. an episode. And then at the <laughs> end, that's how we know. We see that that is future. Which Jack. is crazy because he has the humor of Toby. Toby. Yeah. And so it's really great. It's actually yeah. really great. Yeah. Um, but he ends up so future Jack, this older blind man we see, is revealed to be Kate and Toby's son. And he does kind of have the humor. You kind of see his humor throughout the episode. He is humorous like Toby. But at the end of the episode, it kind of ends with him going on stage, this blind man going on stage and singing his heart out. Oh, which is Kate. Which is Kate's song that she would always sing to him, I believe. Yeah, but also Kate loves to sing. Oh, also, yes, Kate loves to sing. And that was kind of what Do you know what else I realized watching it today? Yeah. Um... In the next episode, which we'll be talking about in a minute, um, Kevin was like talking to baby Jack and he was saying, I'm going to help you get all the ladies. Mm. And I realized the way that he got his lady when he got older 
showing. It was a lot like the way Kevin gets his ladies. Oh, it was very like like Kevin-y when Kevin-y. he like was like flirting with her. Yeah. It, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we got to rewatch that first episode. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. You're right. You're right. It was kind of like a Kevin kind of. I mean, kind Toby. Of Toby kind of did that with um, Kate. Kate, when he like flirts with flirted is that a word flirted yeah flirted with her um but i just think it's funny that they like pointed that out mm-hmm. and with kevin like saying i'm gonna help you get all the ladies and then like i was like thinking back on how he flirted with i don't remember her name but the girl that he's with jack flirting with the His, girl he ends up marrying yeah um a lot like kevin yeah and so yeah i don't remember her name either but yeah it is it's a similar quirkiness to it i guess is what we're getting at it's kind of hard to pinpoint it but yeah what thinking about thinking back on it that does make sense this is this is hard to explain because it's a challenge of like time they mess with time so much yeah and then like not just like past and future like same age but just like all different ages like 13 then they go to 17 all different ages all different decades yeah that it's such different people (laughs) all different people that you don't really understand the relevance of until it's too late but that's what makes it such a great show i feel like yeah for sure so um this next episode though yeah well so there's one more new character we didn't mention um i forget his we're so bad at remembering names i I know the actor's name his name's visante visante black um he's he's from when they see us so if y'all saw mm-hmm. if y'all saw when they see us the netflix show about the central park five who were wrongly convicted for um rape <laughs> yeah i was like i was i was about to say murder because that has been on my mind today but uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, what? i think you're gonna need to explain this <laughs> um visante black the third new character is Visante Black, and he is, um, he's this young, he looks like 13, 14 years old. Like, he um, is a dad also that you realize he's he's a kid yeah, in high school who has a daughter. Yeah, it's like his sister. But... Yeah, it looks like he's taking care of his sister, but it's actually his daughter, right? And I don't know, you kind of see the... The bulk of his story is based around the dynamic between him and his father, I would say, and his father having to kind of impart this lesson of responsibility and you're going to have to be like, this is the turning point in your life. Like this is, you have a kid now, like you, you can't really afford to have the same childhood that everybody else has because you have to, you have the responsibilities of a father now. And so just seeing that, I think, was really crucial. And then seeing Vasante's character not quite get mixed up, but almost attempt to get kind of mixed up with what appears to be a drug dealer, uh, a local drug dealer, in, in the hopes the of trying to make... The drug dealer doesn't want him to be involved, but... Yeah, he... it's it's a weird kind of dynamic. The drug dealer knows who he is, knows who Vasante's character is, and he knows like who his father is, and he doesn't really want him to be a part of that life. Um, and so he, he's kind of like, nah, you're, you're so-and-so's kid. Like, no, there's no way we're going to let you do this. And Santa's character kind of tries to explain to him, like, look, I got a kid now. I don't 
like there's nothing else for me. Like I need the money. Um, and so all of that's kind of swirling around in his story, um, until his father kind of stops him in his tracks and is like, this is not the kind of life you want to live. And that's kind of where the grown up responsibility talk comes in. Um, and he says, and, and the father says he'll, he and his mom will help take care of the child as well. Their grandchild. Um, and this kid is also randomly, this kid is also known for being really good at, um, grilling. Like, is that a main thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So at the beginning he's invited, he's just this kid. Oh, at yeah. the basketball court, yeah, yeah. invited to a barbecue. Yeah, he's good on and a grill. And they like make a point, like if you come, like you're on the you grill. Should grill for us. Yeah, you know? he's invited to the cookout. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and then his he got his mom a burger, and she like she had been working all day, and she bites into it, and she goes, "Oh, this is so good." And then she looks at him, and she goes, "But not as good as yours." And like, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, and so then at the end, he actually does end up, the the dad, after having that talk with him, was like, tonight I'm going to watch um, your daughter, and you should go to the cookout. <laughs> mm. And so he does, and where is he? At the grill. At the grill. That's yeah. the only time you see him is when he's on the grill. Yeah. And the important part about Vasante's yes. character is that he... he Ends up crossing paths out of nowhere, literally 10 seconds before this episode's about to end. He ends up crossing paths with Deja, the girl that Randall and Beth have adopted. And it's kind of implied that there's a little budding romance between the two. Yes. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's All for it. All for it. We love that. Um, yeah, that's it's just a good it's a good time. And I guess to backtrack to Cass's character, the veteran, um, just to quickly break down her character stuff, the, the her tie in with everything is that since she's been back from the war and all that stuff, she's kind of exhibited, I think she's PTS. exhibited symptoms of PTSD, yeah, PTSD. post traumatic stress disorder. And so she's been just really on edge around her family. There's there comes a point in the episode where just all the stress kind of comes and hits her at once and she ends up actually accidentally it seems but she ends up hitting her child like slapping her, her son, child yeah. her son and it's it's a really like heavy moment and so she just but like up. one thing that needs to be known is like the little things well they're not little but just like money problems was enough for her to like kind of zone out and then like lose control. Yes and no. There was oh, okay. <laughs> it was the money problems that kind of caused her to snap, but it also tied into her time oh, yeah. in the war. It did tie into her like, which is totally. It was like good, good. It was very well tied in, but like the situation that she tied it into was kind of sad. Yeah. Essentially, she and her, uh, her I guess, squad mates are trying to get into this village to find this bomb maker um, mm -hmm. in some Middle Eastern country. I'm not sure ex which one exactly. But they're trying to get to this bomb maker, and he she goes to contact someone who, I guess, is one of his family members in this small town. And it's a, a very, it's a very tense situation. 
Um, but the person that she's trying to contact has a picture of the bomb maker and she, um, uh, basically tells the woman she got the picture from that, Hey, if you give me this picture, I promise we will make sure you're all safe. We'll make sure that we get y'all water, which is a, a crucial point in the whole, um, mm-hmm. episode. We'll make sure we get y'all some water for your village because they're really in need of that and everything's going to be okay. You just need to help us. And so later on in the episode, you see that, they end up finding the U.S. government ends up finding out where the bomb maker's at and all of that stuff. But, but he already had set off a bomb. It comes at the cost of pretty much everyone in the village getting, not everyone, but a lot of the village in, ends up getting killed um, because of the gov- or the uh, military's um tracking down of the bomb maker right so he ends up setting off i think a couple of the bombs in the village or something like that and in sort of some sort of a conflict and it ends up killing multiple people a majority of the town and it's just this awful awful level of just regret and sadness that Cass has to live with because she feels responsible she feels like she told this woman that she would keep her safe and like everything would be okay and it just that's not how it worked out she the woman ends up losing all her family and friends essentially Mm -hmm. but the way the money ties in is that um it was either 1200 or 12,000 it was 1200 that that they gave kind of back to the people who um survived the bombing yes as compensation quote-unquote as if that actually as if you can put a number on a human life, the the yeah. military tries to give the remaining people twelve hundred U.S. dollars. Oh, yeah, I forgot that that was important. Yeah. Well, when she got when Cass got home, um, she had a what was it a bill a water bill? Yeah, that it was, was like, twelve. No, no, no. They had to fix the hot water heater. Oh yeah, um, that was twelve hundred. It was a twelve hundred dollar and fee to fix she was it or like zoning out and comparing it to like how in i don't know where she was it was in the middle east i'm not sure which yeah um comparing that to how they use that much money for like lives basically in comparison to a life Mm -hmm. and so she kind of lost it yeah she like i said ends up slapping her son and it's a whole whole ordeal yeah so i guess it is it is definitely much deeper right but the way that she ties in and this is a huge long expository thing that we're doing i know on the one the episode that had already aired and we're definitely gonna have to talk about the the new episode tomorrow yeah but the way that cast ties into the whole thing just like visante black's character just like uh jack she ties in in the sense that in I believe it is Jack's... So, this is going to be really confusing if you don't watch the show. I'm so sorry. Jack Pearson, the father of all of the the three triplets, the kids, uh, the father of Randall, of Kevin... The father of, of the show. Kate, the dad. His brother ends up um, being in the veteran... They're in a VA. Uh, and the... Jack's brother ends up showing up at the 
meeting. I'm trying to think of the word. She's in the meeting. Yes. Like she's like talking about um, her improvements with a with like a family life group. Um, what are those called? That's what I'm trying to think of. I can't think of the words. The so the veteran uh, affairs center thing that veterans who may be dealing with struggles after the war they will go to these sort of meetings and have just these kind of talks with a counselor (laughs) essentially yeah it's fine they have talks with like a counselor and Cass's character is in the meeting she's you know pouring her heart and soul out and in the middle of her talk Jack Pearson's brother ends up throwing a chair through the window was it a chair? It was a chair. Yeah. Oh. Throwing a chair or some sort of bench through the window. And that's just how the episode ends. You see the chair fly through the window and you see him standing on the outside of it. And that's how she is going to, in some form or fashion, tie in to the rest of the family, the rest of the characters and all that stuff. But for those of you who don't know, um, Jack's brother was in the military at one point. Yes. He was in the military. So that's why he's like. But we have yet to find out how that ties in yes and i would assume he's having some sort of obvious struggle that he's his main character traits are that he's just resentful of the war and like he just has a lot of regrets um and so i'm sure that's going to tie in somehow but i think yeah yeah so yeah that was a lot i know that's a lot of explaining especially if you don't care about this is us i'm really sorry um but it's a great show you should really check it out and we will actually talk about the second episode tomorrow. Um, we're kind of out of time now, but we'll, we'll dive into the second episode tomorrow. Hopefully not spending as much time as we just did trying to recap the first one. It's really hard to talk about This Is Us because This Is Us is so complex. And so it takes a long time to yeah. make sure. Because for you guys to understand, we have to go into detail. So Yes. Um yeah so yeah thank you for listening we really appreciate it i know that was a lot of just us talking about stuff that people may not necessarily care about but um like i always say if you want to follow us on instagram uh we are at the unbearable creatives twitter the unbearable c1 um we have a patreon under the name the unbearable creatives or you can just give a dollar or two if you want uh mics cost money production is a whole ordeal from a financial standpoint so if if you want to support please feel free don't feel like you have to um and we will see you tomorrow on friday for the final day the final day i'm almost done having to edit every night edit all night for hours every night um no it's been it's been such a fun thing to do honestly it's such a labor of love but tomorrow's the final episode of pod week episode five will be coming to you tomorrow on friday and yeah thank you so much for listening bye y'all we will see ya later subscribe on spotify and by the time you hear this sorry we're not done yet by the time you hear this we will also be on apple Podcasts. i got an email today saying Which that it went through the better one okay well let's not <laughs> show favorites we're on apple Podcasts. by the time you're hearing this most likely check us out over there subscribe download all the stuff even if you don't want to listen to them just download them anyway it helps our numbers and please do leave a rating, um, I guess, a couple stars for us. That really helps a lot as well if you want to leave a review. Um, yes, so please, please do that. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts. It should be out by the time you hear this. 
Uh, and yeah, so thanks so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow. Peace. Bye.